You're listening to the Cleveland Comedy Network. My name's Steve Guy, the host of Happy Hour with Steve Guy, where I get to sit down and interview people who are from Cleveland originally or doing very cool things in Cleveland. It's all part of the Cleveland Comedy Network, just like the show you're about to listen to. To keep up to date with all the podcasts coming to the network, go to clevelandcomedyfestival.com slash the network. Hey, welcome to 10 Cent Beer Life. Hey, welcome back to Tencent Beer Life. I'm your host, Kyle, as always, here with my guys. Brian. Hey, welcome back to Tencent Beer Life. I'm your host, Brian, as always, with my guys, Kyle and Dave. What's up, guys? What's, what's Did I up? fuck that up? It, it all froze. You, you completely froze. Really? Yeah, like right as you're about to get let out of hay. Oh, shit. Well, I bet it came through. It looked perfect on my side. <laughs> Beauty's in the eye of the beholder. Yeah, you you had no sound for a while. Dave Dave is holding steady on his internet, but he's a Pat, little. It's because like, Patrick Mahomes is, is keeping yeah. an eye out. He's looking down on him. Yeah, yeah. What's up, guys? You water today. It's so balanced. You're like a fucking four star hotel pool. It's very alkaline. <laughs> No, man, I just done with the festival. feel good. I got all the shit out of the funny stop today. Like, I got to put it away, and my grass is two feet high. But other than that, life's good. Yeah, I did a lot of yard work on Saturday. My And then yesterday we went out uh, day drinking at the Thirsty Parrot for Barstool, and then I went to the game afterwards, met up with Dwayne Duke, and then eventually Brian Sternick, and we had more beers, and now... It's just too much activity for a weekend. I've been so out of shape. My body hurts. Yeah, dude. I'm right there with you. Two days of doing things, and I'm, you know, singing uh, Megadeth. My body aches. <laughs> yeah, it was like, we did like four to five hours of yard work on Saturday. It was so much. Did it look good, though? Did you Did you stare at it from afar and go, wow, I did that? I did uh, sit on the back deck, have a couple beers before going to the funny stop after we finished. Nice. Yeah. But we were like walking everything over across the street into the woods to dump like grass clippings and the leaves that were still left over from the fall and all the sticks that fell from every storm. So it was a little, little bit extra in doing that. You're walking it? Do you have a wheelbarrow? No. Oh, and now, a wheelbarrow. See, that's it. Sarah's been trying to say wheelbarrow and I'm like, we got a box. We're fine. No, my friend. Trust me. Trust me as a... No, I don't like it. You're saying this. edit this out because Sarah wants one, and I'm like, we don't need no, it. No, as a bona fide homeowner, a wheelbarrow was one of the best investments. It's not going to hold nearly as much as my wonderful box. Here we go. <laughs> I got If you. I was Sarah, I wouldn't carry a fucking box to that ravine ever again. Yeah, don't carry it. Just get a dolly. A dolly? Dolly. A dolly. Now, that's impractical. No, a dolly is useful for moving all kinds of shit. I mean, it's not a very heavy box. Well, that's why you're making so many trips. You could take the amount of three boxes in a wheelbarrow. I doubt it. I really don't think so. It's a big box. box. It's the lawnmower box. You're saying a fucking <laughs> big-ass wheelbarrow is more practical than a dolly that's slim and slender you could put in a corner? 
It's but not like, that it's heavy. But I don't what understand. I, what am I supposed to do with the dolly? You put the box on it? Yeah, you put the box on it and you wheel it across the street like a nah. wheelbarrow. Nah. I'll just carry the box. There is wheelbarrows on Facebook Marketplace for $15. They're not nice. It's not a brand new one. It takes up so much space, though. That's the problem. You hang it. You can hang them. On what? In your garage with, like, nails or something or hooks. Do you have those garage hooks yet? I mean, I got some garage hooks. I don't don't think they're sturdy enough for a whole-ass wheelbarrow. And you definitely can't just nail a wheelbarrow up. (laughs) But you can. You're you're good. You're good. Give us some time. Nail it into the concrete blocks in my garage. Wait till you have to move some, uh, like, uh, landscaping rocks or shit like that. You're going to go, I wish I had this wheelbarrow. Oh, man. I'm moving it like a caveman. I'm moving like a caveman. I'm going to fight Sarah tooth and nail when she wants to do projects like that. Wouldn't it be nice if we just put rocks everywhere? No. No, it wouldn't. What are you going to get out of that? The aesthetic, man. Fucking aesthetic. That's what the metro parks are for. I bought a place with a great aesthetic across the street. That's the aesthetic. (laughs) You said, like, caveman invented the wheelbarrow. It's a practical tool. Um, I think I'm Team Sarah on this one. I think you should get a wheelbarrow for sure. What the fuck do you know? A lot. You got got two-foot-high grass right now, like a hillbilly. Well, that's because I've been busy, man. Not for lack of... What's your aesthetic like? Hillbilly right now. That's what yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> and I'm going to clip the grass and I'm going to use my wheelbarrow. Uh, to do what? Nothing. Yeah. I don't need it. I, <laughs> I, bought a, I bought a lawnmower. Uh, I bought a battery-operated lawnmower. Ooh. With a bag. Ooh, I yeah, think you dude. just bought Planet Earth another year or two with that bag. Yeah, yeah, dude. It's nice. It's nice. My yard's small. Like, There's no need to be running gas. And then I got a bag finally. Allison's been bitching about a bag. And I had been like, I don't, we don't need to do lawnmower. Our lawnmower works fine. And when our lawnmower broke, I was like, thank God, I'll just get a bag and look like a hero. Uh, but she was right. Like, it's so nice. It's so Wait, nice. Were you mulching before? No, I'd rake it. I would rake the grass. Oh. I would cut it and get the clippings. Sometimes I would leave the clippings and she was like, Jesus Christ. And there's just like these big clump lines yeah. through our yard. And I was like, I don't care. It's, it's good for it from what I was telling her, but it's not. It just kills the grass. Speaking yeah, of killing grass, I did not realize that leaving giant piles of leaves would absolutely kill giant patches of my grass. Oh, yeah. And that that is, I have a big old fucking patch in my backyard now. It's huge. It fucking blows breaking leaves. Why, why aren't leaves good for it? You're supposed to, they're supposed to be, you know, compostable. It's supposed to break down and feed the grass. Did you, did you go over with a lawnmower at least? No. <laughs> it was just oh, a giant gosh. whole leaf pile. Yeah, you can mow over them and they don't, it'll, they'll disintegrate better. Yeah. Uh, when I put that wrestling ring in my parents' backyard and made all those videos or whatever, that ring was like there forever. My par- they kept yelling at you know, go take that shit down, throw that shit away. And uh, when we finally did get all the shit out of there, it was, I mean, a giant wrestling ring size dead patch of grass for like, I think, two <gasps> summers before it fully came back. God damn! At least it was a dead patch. We there is it, it is bald now. It is fully down to mud. Those oh, those leaves ate a giant patch of my lawn, my backyard alive. Yeah, it'll do that, dude. I didn't know that. I know that now. 
So did you reseed it or what? No, nah, we haven't addressed it yet. We just figured, found this out on Saturday. It's pretty. That grass will go pretty quick. It'll be back in like a year and a half. It'll look like shitty next year, and then the next year it'll be full. We'll see. Sarah might want to seed that before that. She hates it. Well, yeah. I mean, it's not going to. It's She'll get a little grass. But. You throw a bunch of bird seed on it, and then birds come eat the seed, and then they shit on it, and it all. They also eat the grass seed if you do that. We got peat moss it. Got their peat moss. I've actually replanted multiple lawns with my dad, like full blown, ripped the whole thing out, rototilled it down to nothing, and then reseeded it. We did that multiple times. Oh, that's a my dad's got a beautiful lawn. I bet he does. He looks like a beautiful lawn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was subjected to child labor. <laughs> like he, he got a landscaping job when he was like nine, and then the guy would would pay them dog shit money, and then. Uh, he just kept telling him, "No, nah, you'll you'll get you'll reap the rewards one day when you have your own house." And now he like feels the need to fully take advantage of that because he's getting paid for his nine year old work. <laughs> that's uh, that's how they all those guys are, man. Like you get to that age, there's a certain age where, as a man, you really enjoy landscaping. I don't know if I'll ever get there. I don't I mean, know. Either my dad used to hate it, and then as he got older in life. Like, once he hit, like, I don't know, 50 and sobered up, he really enjoyed planting stuff. Like, he loved it. He absolutely loved it. And before, like, our yard always looked like shit because I had to do all the work because he was like, (laughs) you're eating a lot, you mow the grass, you know? (laughs) Yeah, my dad worked for a... uh... A guy, he was like a Coke dealer, too. He was like a Coke dealer and landscaper. <laughs> this guy was employing children. He lived down the street from him. And my, my dad's younger brother, when he was like 12, the guy stiffed him and his buddy for a bunch of work that they did. And they're like, they go give him one more one more warning of like, okay, pay us or else. And the guy's like, fuck off. And then they went and he had this boat parked across the street called the Wet Dream. It's a purple boat <laughs> with a white interior. Just classic cocaine dealer behavior, and my my like uh, my uncle's he's like eleven or twelve at the time. Him and his buddy went and they got buckets, and they filled them up with mud and just rubbed mud all over the white interior. <laughs> fucked up his boat. Oh man, that's that's a ballsy move. To fuck with a coke dealer. Yep. Well, I I mean eleven or twelve, you're just like he's the asshole landscaping guy, not the coke dealer guy. Yeah, for sure. And then he like went and yelled at my grandma. My grandma was like, "Should have fucking paid him." That's a, I know a couple of Coke guys that have had landscaping businesses over the years. They go hand in hand. Yeah. Probably cash business. Able to launder some of it. Oh, yeah. And then you can just, like, this guy would just be like, hey, do you guys want to do some Coke during the day? So they would all just do Coke. And then when it was time to pay him, he was like, well, you know. You you did a bunch of the coke, so here's <laughs> here's the difference, and it's like you're making less than minimum wage at that point. You owe me. It, it doesn't matter if you have gas money because you're so fucking hyped up. You could just walk home, you know. It's, <laughs> <laughs> That's a hell of a workout plan and <laughs> landscaping in the summer on coke. You probably lose all kinds of weight like that. Uh, fitness goals, dude. That's what I'll do. You know what? I'm gonna do coke this summer, and I'm just going to. Mulch. <laughs> yeah. Just 
fuck up your heart, and uh, then you uh, probably lose some weight from that. Yeah. I lost like 150 pounds doing uh, Coke and Atkins back in... Coke and Atkins? Coke and Atkins back in 2000. How are you still alive? Carbs and sugar, sugar, baby. Yeah, bacon-wrapped chicken breast and... uh, Cocaine. (laughs) We, uh, for the festival... uh, we had a bunch of like leftover dumb shit from like our one of our former uh sponsors so we just like threw it in some of the bags so some of these bags had these little pocket mirrors i had no idea what was even in these bags <laughs> and i had a bunch of comics coming up like hey can i change my bag in and I go why and they're like i didn't get a mirror and i was like what i was like mirror and then i somebody i was like did you get a mirror and they showed it to me it was like oh these are these are insurance company Coke mirrors that they're getting. Out. Like, just, it was wild. I was like, what are you? With the festival, they gave out Coke mirrors this year. That's a great <laughs> giveaway. Yeah. I was like, wow, look at that. That's funny. Shout Fuck out yeah. to Fairway Mortgage. <laughs> oh, it's a mortgage company. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> that makes a bunch of sense. Every mortgage banker I've ever met loves cocaine. Uh, yeah, that's, looking uh, at you, bud. Include me. Yep. I uh, we were we had this grandiose idea one time. We were going to telemarket to California at six from six to nine, so that the time difference would make up. And uh, we ended up just doing a bunch of coke. I took my license off the wall. Fucking <laughs> was doing lines off of my. Mortgage license. It was <laughs> Did it work out for you? Yeah, we didn't set any leads. We just fucking got yacked out and started <laughs> talk, <laughs> talking loud at each other <laughs> in the fucking mortgage company for three hours. <laughs> just, yeah, dude. Everybody's pitching ideas on how to fix the company. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cocaine doers aren't small picture kind of people. <laughs> it's <laughs> oh, funny no I did find out that um, Chris Clem still has a copy of Chris Harvey put out a mixtape that no one's ever heard and Chris Clem has a copy of it that's exciting uh, it's very exciting I can't wait to listen to the entire album and then I was telling Dave this while you were reset and Dave has a rap song out I've heard it You've heard it. I have not heard this. Dave song. makes wizard songs. <laughs> no, wait a minute. Kyle hasn't even heard the wizard song. He's. Uh, we're talking about a different rap song. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> we're not talking about the Hogwarts Legacy rap. <laughs> Dude, is the show Workaholics based on you, Dave? Like, so far, the first 10 minutes of this episode is. Sounds like a, your life is a plot of an episode of Workaholics. Pretty much. <laughs> I have been a wild beast uh, for my lifetime. So, yeah. Yeah, dude. Uh, I thought you I thought you were going to say, and Dave was telling me that he has a video of Chris Harvey's MMA fight. <laughs> and you're like, no. No, that, that I don't really care about Chris Harvey on this podcast. I was telling that story to lead up to. Fuck the hype! Your diss yeah, track dude. on a SoundCloud rapper. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have a diss track about someone. You went head to head with a SoundCloud rapper. Yeah, his name was T Hype Trey Weber, 
and uh, did he hear it and clap back? So this is what we did. He picked the beat, <clears throat> and our managers fucking hated this because what happened was he picked the beat. We spent time putting it together, and then we both played them back to back in the parking lot at work while tons of people abandoned their desks to come outside and listen to these two songs. And it was like a whole fucking thing. And um he had some he had some decent punchlines here and there, but like, you know, uh the I had fucking bars, dude. <laughs> and um I mean it it was it was fucking nuts. The, what I was trying to think of is how it came to be because he kept talking shit to the dude that sat next to me, Jerome, and me and Jerome would talk about rap all day long. Fucking, you know, five or four boys, TRU, you know, all the No Limit rappers, uh, you know, just all kinds of old shit. And um, he he kept telling Jay, "Come on, Jay, you rap, battle rap me." And I don't think Jay actually rapped, but he's like, yeah, I'm a rapper. I don't know. I've never heard anything out of him. All I know is that Trey kept talking so much shit that finally, like, I'm dude, like, dude, I would fucking destroy you. I go, Jay, Jay doesn't even need to battle rap you. I would fucking murder you. I'll let so, one of my little homies ride on you. Like, they hit him up. Like yeah. that, uh, I kind of remember you telling me about this. That Like, that so, story sounds familiar. Yeah, so I fucking, I mean, it's like. I don't know how many bars it is. It's a fucking ton because there's no chorus. It's just me destroying him. I worked in stuff about, you know, cause we worked for a cable company at the time. So I'm like, um, I'm like, I'm at the tap cutting every one of your lines. You're going to need, oh, shit. you know, you're going to need a repeat TC to get back online. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, oh. Was in there. Shit. um, you know, one, <laughs> the end was, uh, I pick apart your sentences with insolent diligence, spilling 66 bins of sizzling liquid on your genitals, and that shit you spit on Mystic just didn't fit. Like trying to fuck a virgin pussy with a six-inch thick dick. This is it. Just quit. Face it, bitch. You can't spit. You couldn't make fire if you rubbed together two sticks. Just like Jim Abbott, you'll have no hits. It's sick. I'm crippling you with my debut shit. And it's like... You know, say what you will, but that's some fucking lyricism. Yeah, we need this song. We need this song. I go... What is it? We need that guy as a guest on this show. (laughs) We need to reignite the rivalry, Philadelphia style. Yeah, flip, flip, flip Philadelphia. He's uh, selling coke and running a lot of this care business. <laughs> yeah, I, I, who knows what this guy's doing? He's probably working IT somewhere. Um, but as a matter of fact, I photoshopped a wizard hat on him, and I turned him into a wizard for the for like the little graphic that I used for this thing. I photoshopped like the Mickey Mouse wizard hat on him and shit. <laughs> um. I, there were some South Park references in there. I did a Cartman voice on one of the ad libs. It, it was, you know, it was legit. It sounds like it. And uh, I'm not going to shit on you. That was pretty cool. I mean, you sounded like you probably got him. I can't wait to hear this. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty funny. I wish I had his. That's what I should have done. We should have exchanged him so that I could have got his too. Did you say he was on SoundCloud? Back in the day, he was T-Hype. The song was called Fuck the Hype, and then in in the word the, H and E were in parentheses. Um, Why? 
because it because it was fuck T hype, but it so oh uh, fuck, fuck the hype, but it fuck okay T-hype. now I get it now I get it. Um, what was the other thing that was in there? Oh, he said um one of his one of his punchlines I remember was you need to get a tummy tuck that way Jay won't have to lift your tummy up, which was fucking hilarious. Um, I can't remember any of the other ones. T hype. T space H Y P E. Probably. There's a million T hypes. <laughs> All right, I'm never gonna find this. All right, I'll I'll do some research. See if I can reach out to him. See if he still has it. So you guys are friends. This was a. No, this was beef no, on I wax. Can't stand this fucking dude. No, he was a fucking. He was an idiot. And he would like, I don't know, man. You know, like that person at work that like just tries to get in on everything and and like tries to be a part of everything, and then it's just, I don't know. He was a fucking weirdo. He kept like trying to make this rap battle between him and Jay become a thing. Is Jay the only black guy you worked with? No, there was dude fucking teleperformance. There was the. There was all kinds of black people working there. I was buying weed off the janitor. He would roll the fucking trash can around with fucking ounces, like underneath, like in the bottom <laughs> under the bags and shit. All damn, that's ballsy. And, uh, I would cut. I would show up to work and I would leave my glove box open, or I would leave my door, uh, passenger door unlocked with money in the glove box, and then he'd wheel the the trash out to the dumpster and and put an ounce in my glove box and then lock my door and close it. And uh, so I'd get off work and, you know, I didn't have to do anything. It was fucking tight. But, um, yeah, no, there was all kinds of people working there. It, dude, Teleperformance was one of the wildest places I ever worked. Uh, <laughs> our, friend Vic, our friend Vicky got got shitty with the manager in a manager's meeting. And we were talking about we were a client for Cox Cable. And they had this thing called Cox Pass, which, you, oh, that was another <laughs> one of his. That was another one of his punchlines. Even after work, you're still working for Cox. But um, Man, that's, pretty good. that's pretty good. So it was Cox Cable, and they they rolled out this <laughs> this Cox Pass, and there was supposed to be everybody was supposed to get logged in, and we were the supervisors, so we were supposed to get our entire teams logged in, and she wasn't even logged in, so none of her team was logged in, and she didn't even do it, and um, she kept arguing with him about it, and he he kicks her out of the meeting. And she would say things like uh, stereotypalization and, you know, she would fuck up words all the time and shit. But he's Aunt like, Vicky? Uh, yeah, her name's <laughs> and, and she, he's like, Vicky, get out of the meeting. And he kicks her out and she's on her way out. And he's like, and come see me after this is over. And she's like, uh, unless we're talking about my Cox Pass, there ain't nothing to come see you about. And closes the door on him and shit. And uh, it was it was fucking hilarious. But she used to party with us all the time. You know, we'd do karaoke, and she'd come up to the Windsor and hang out. Tits. Sounds like a wild yeah, place. Dude. Teleperformance is wild as fuck. Uh, that reminded me of a work story. So I had to go serve school lunch Friday after not sleeping for two days, and I had to go into a... School, one of my servers called off. I had four people call off on Friday, and I was a zombie. So I had to go into this charter school and serve school. And it's a nicer school. But I what were you serving? Back. Pizza. Pizza Friday. Dude. All right. The school, rectangle pizzas with the little cube pepperonis on them. Yeah. Yeah. 
big hit day. I was, you know, the kids loved me that day. Um, <laughs> but if I have to piss in these schools, sometimes I don't know where like the staff bathroom is. So I will go into the, the children's restroom and I always go into a stall. So there's no like, Hey, I saw his dong or, you know, none of that, you know, uh, I walk into this stall and I took a picture of it. I'll send it to you guys. <clears throat> huge, huge written on the fucking wall of the bathroom. It just says, show and tell, fuckwad. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the greatest piece of bathroom graffiti I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> and it completely turned my day around just seeing that. I haven't heard fuckwad in a long time. It was good, dude. It was real good. I loved it. And then I got into a fight with a teacher. Oh, yeah? Over oh, what? Yeah. I couldn't get cell phone reception and uh, I could step outside and like I would get, you know, some reception and uh, I had all these comics in town asking me questions. Plus my, my regular day job, like my phone blows up all day. And I looked down and Allison had texted me like, Hey, are you okay? I've been trying to get a hold of you for two hours. Nobody can get a hold of you. Uh, blah, blah, blah. So I'm out there like texting Allison, like, yeah, I'm fine. Blah, blah, blah. Like I'm in this school. I have no reception. And I, uh, I'm standing in the doorway with the door open to watch the lunchroom in case somebody needs anything, but I'm working and like just trying to catch up on some emails <clears throat> and this like, he's big dude. He's like six, three and like thick, you know, walks over and starts giving me like the finger point stuff. Like he's not touching me. But he's like, you can't have this door open. It's a safety hazard. And, like, I was just, like, sleep-deprived, tired. I didn't want to be there. And I was like, I'm just doing my job, man. I said, I'm not going to let a crackhead run in here. And then he's just like, we need. I was like, your staff has had the door open all day. Like, it's not like I'm doing anything that I haven't seen. But it, it was the disrespect with, the, like, the fucking finger pointing. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so I just I gave it back to this guy, and he walks away, and he goes, like, my name is Mr. Jones. I'm sure you're going to ask or like basically saying, I'm going to go tell his boss. And I just looked at him and I was like, I don't give a shit what your name is. Oh, and he just walked away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I told my boss and she just laughed. I was like, yeah, <laughs> this is sometimes, sometimes these people treat my employees like shit because they're just like food service workers. And I'm like, fuck you. They're still people, you know, and, and sometimes I'm in that position and they don't know any better. Fuck him. Fuck Mr. Jones. Yeah, dude. Fuck yeah, Mr. I, Jones. I, too, am Mr. Jones. <laughs> yeah, fucking asshole power tripping, making $30,000 a year because you can't get into a fucking real school district. Fuck off. Oh, shit. Yeah, dude, I was fired up. I'm mad about it again. <laughs> fucking prick. But, no. No, uh, the, the week was great. I just didn't get any sleep. And, uh... No? That, that makes me a little... A little uh, irritated at times. Now you got what, like two months until you have to start doing Cleveland Comedy Festival yeah, shit? Right? No, I'll be working on it probably this week. Jesus. Just I got to get the contract signed for the venue and stuff like that. So nothing crazy, but. Where's it going to be at again? Or are we not allowed uh, to say? I'm not allowed to say yet, but it's, uh, I'm, I'm excited about it. I'll tell you off here. Yeah. I can remember you texting it. Yeah. So no, no. All in all, festival was good, dude. It was super fun to bring Ben home and have you there. Uh, big Chevy headlined uh, Wednesday night, which was super cool. He crushed. Have you? I've seen him do like five minutes in a mic. And oh, I haven't just, seen him in forever. Oh my god, dude! I was howling. Like, people were like 
falling out of their seat laughing. Uh, he fucking murdered. I loved. I loved it. Nice. Uh, yeah, I mean, and it was like he did like thirty five, like solid minutes, like the whole time everybody was invested. Um, no, it was great. Big Chevy was great. Ben, I've never seen a show like that at the Funny Stop in my life. Yeah, I wasn't sure how they were gonna do with the multimedia aspect. We we have a projector that we bought when you remember. No, you never were there. We didn't really know each other. Me and Logan Rashaw used to run this show called Your Art Sucks at Seventy Eight Street Studios. So we had bought a projector, and basically it was like an art roast. We'd put up artwork and just talk shit about it. It Super fun show. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, it's a great show. Um, So me and Logan had a projector for that. Pete had a projector, and it wasn't working. So we had to use this projector, and we had to get the audio, uh, you know, to the board, which is in the back of the room, to the projector to, you know, play it over. And, uh, you know, there's no Bluetooth. And then naturally there was no – the audio line wasn't working. So we had to run. I luckily had a like a hundred foot auxiliary cord, and we we had to run it. And it's like people are coming in the door in five minutes, so we couldn't run it through the ceiling. So we had to duct tape it to the ceiling of the funny stop. And <laughs> people start coming in, and the show has started, and all of a sudden we just see the tape just start falling down. Oh Jesus! So there is a cord just hanging. Like, I don't know, six and a half feet above the ground all the way across the showroom <laughs> through the auxiliary cord held up by one piece of tape still. And then we just like reinforced it in the back and we're just praying that, you know, it stayed up though. It, it was good. So, all right. Surprised um, you had a 100 foot long auxiliary cord. It's from that show. I, I, I bought it years ago. And God I, damn. Like, I have it in my bag. This is amazing. We would have been fucked without it. Um, yeah, because he was like, "Do you have do you have Bluetooth?" And Pete was like, "I have Bluetooth." I was like, "There's no fucking way that he has Bluetooth built in here. There's no way. There's no way." And he did it. <clears throat> and then Friday, Friday, we. I mean, I don't know what Pete does a good job papering that room sometimes because Fridays tickets weren't great. Saturdays were better. Uh, I think. I think you sold the second most, but like the room was full, but I mean, we didn't sell that many tickets, obviously, but you didn't beat Ben Palmer. Pete was talking shit to you about Ben Palmer. Palmer. Yeah. Ben Palmer is going to beat you in ticket sales. Of course, Ben Palmer is going to beat me in ticket sales. He's a viral sensation from that area. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I thought that was funny, but no, your show sold pretty well. Kyle Ayers sold pretty well. Probably because of my delightful radio interview that I did. Oh yeah, yeah. How was that? He told us Pete like you did good on radio. Oh good. I know. (laughs) Uh, It was like they—they are the most radio of radio people. They—they are caricatures of of radio people. Their voices are super like just over the top radio. And uh, Brian, we hear you like Cleveland. (laughs) Pretty much, yeah. And what did your wife say about all this? Like, <laughs> they were very stereotypical. And uh, I call in and I'm like, uh, you know, it's I'm supposed to be on at 920. I call at 950. I'm like, hi, I'm Brian Kenny. I'm supposed to be the uh, the guest at 920. And they're like, yes, you are. You're on right now. We don't have a phone screener. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just right into it. And... Uh, I mean, it was like 10 minutes of, you know, 
goofy questions. What do you like about Pete? Can you understand him? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I can't. What do you think makes you different as a comedian? What what made you start doing comedy? Just shit like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I, yeah. I can only imagine. Last year, who called in? Mark Riccadonna called in, and Pete was oh boy. so furious. He said it was. Think he's saying Mark Riccadonna? Heard on the radio. Be my guess, but he is up. Oh, we got him back. Down here. There we go. It looked like you guys both fell asleep because uh, my screen froze for a second. But yeah. So Mark Riccadonna, what? Oh, I, he called in last year, and Pete was like, he sucked. You didn't even try to sell any of the shows or nothing. He sucked. He was so bad. <laughs> so thank you for doing a good job on the radio. I would, Brian Kiki, you suck on the radio. I, I really it all weekend. very badly wanted to promote the hilarity show the whole time. Like the, uh, I wanted for that to be how uh, Farkas brought me up. <laughs> you think what you want me to say bringing you up I'm like tell him about hilarities on the 14th <laughs> <laughs> we didn't end up doing it but it would have been hilarious yeah no. I'm, that's an exposed nerve for Pete dude. Uh-huh. uh no but your show was great you did great I thought the lineup ahead of you was very good yeah I thought you had the best show up front although the show after you was really good too. Very I don't know, good. We had, we had, we had like I don't know if anybody like crazy stood out lineup wise, but like it was very solid, like top to bottom. Like there was nobody that nobody bombed. No, I I can't really think of any. Like I mean, that one Indian kid um, had his moments, but he was also from either like. I think he was from Portland and he was, he was pushing buttons about um, gun control and abortion and, and book banning and shit like that. So he was coming from an ultra liberal viewpoint and I could see a lot of, a lot of rage, but he did bring it back at different points. Uh, he was the one that I think I saw struggle the most. Um, shit. I mean, even in that room, the, uh, that Jade Esteban, whatever, yeah. Their name is, um, like it, they killed. They did great. Yeah, yeah. Both those, both those uh, guys and them's got best of fest awards. Nice. Um, I thought that, that one. Cool. What'd you say? Niraj was like a super cool hang too, and like he like really just like came in and was very social and just like is made himself one of the one of the guys for the weekend, you know? Yeah. He was very funny. It was just like, you know, that area of the world isn't always that receptive of the, uh, ultra left wing viewpoints. So there were times where he was getting a little bit of silence, but he he always brought it back. He liked, uh, saying that he wants, you know, our kids to be his serving service class. Like that's fucking hilarious. It was very good. And yeah, you could hear the buttholes slamming shut. Yeah. It was like, uh, he was like, America's on the decline. And it's like, I don't think the rural people, no. from, you know, the surrounding areas of Chicago Falls are ready to hear anything. <laughs> <Yeah. that. laughs> Unless that statement is followed by because of Joe Biden, then, yeah, you're, you're not going to get a whole bunch of uh, reception from that. That one dude, the uh, the middle-aged black dude, is like Ice something. Ice, ice Jackson. Jackson. That fucking Koi Boys bit had me rolling. 
Well, he's like, I tried to search Dallas Cowboys and I, you know, I tried to, to I accidentally typed in Dallas Cowboys. It's just a bunch of dudes looking at the camera like this. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, he's super cool too. He was he was a lot of fun to hang out with. It was, yeah. Uh, I don't get to watch a ton of the comics. Oh, the Uruguay guy he had the oh. horniest set. <laughs> he yeah. was just the horniest guy. Oh yeah, Juan. Yeah, dude, Juan's great. Yeah. He's a. He probably had the best submission video out of everybody. I think. Was I think horny? he scored the highest. It, not as horny as his set. His very horny set. He's like headlining stand up New York next week, which is wow. good for him. Yeah. So I mean, he's he's kind of doing some stuff. So that's good. No, we had a we had a pretty solid lineup all in all. Yeah. Fucking Tim Wolf, man. Tim Wolf. I, I hope I hope he starts. He's getting some road work now. Like. I think he's doing like the VFW circuit a little bit, but yeah, man, he hmm. he holds up with anybody across. Oh, like, he's hilarious, you know. And Bob McClure too, fucking just crushed all weekend too. Gary Campbell had a fantastic Gary, set. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say the same thing. Gary Campbell. Yeah, Gary. Gary's very funny. Um, Bob Bob and Brandon Petrie battled for the Ad Hom title that night. It was probably the best roast battle I've ever seen. Nice. The Rose Battle was pretty hype. It was a lot of fun. Dave, were you there? No, that was the night that I got sabotaged. Me and Paul, so I'm, you know, uh, on the list of million things that I'm trying to do, uh, I've got a new one called Want to Do a Line, and we were trying to do that Friday night, but we had axe throwing from noon to basically 5. I had comics here till 5, and then we went and grabbed some food, uh, at Eddie's in downtown Akron and then fucking shit our brains out for the next four hours. So we canceled, you know, we ended up not doing it Friday night and doing it Saturday night instead, which I thought it was hilarious. As soon as the fucking light comes on for the camera and the camera starts rolling, I mean, there were comics foaming at the mouth to try to get back in there a second and third time. It was cracking me the fuck up. I didn't know that the guy from Chicago was a musical <laughs> act. Uh -huh. So I explained it. I'm like, you know, do a one-liner. And he's like, so there's this guy. And he goes into a whole ass bit. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude. Right. <laughs> he ended up doing like three of them. And I'm like, you guys are like, you know, foaming at the mouth to sit in my SD cards for the next couple months. <laughs> they, they don't know that you're jack of all days. You know, <laughs> there's plenty of projects. I'm going to get it popping. Don't you worry. And we're already talking about, you know, uh, maybe road tripping to some places, maybe some festivals, um, at least to some shows, you know, where we know that there's going to be a handful of comics and shit. So we'll see. Um, who knows? I, I, you know, it might end up being a whole ass show. Uh, like the original idea was just to have it be a show, just a one off where like pretty much everybody could get on because you're just doing a joke and then having like some prize money for it. So we'll see what happens. You know, Pete's joke. I took me a second. But I was like, that was pretty funny. I can't, I can't remember. What was it? He said, what's the difference between a male duck and a female duck? And he goes about this much. <laughs> and then he holds up his finger. And he's talking about the dick size of the duck. It was real stupid. He was rabbits. There was a rabbits. Were you out yeah, there? I was out there. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Classic Mark. Pete. And then, yeah. went, and then he went on some heartfelt thing about wanting to protect local comics and, <laughs> you know. 
Yeah. And and, and then looks fucking into the soul of the camera and says, Dave Heron used to be funnier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then sit on me too. Yeah. yeah. You know, that is the good thing about him not being able to understand him. Sometime he tried to cock block me one time. <laughs> when I was in there all like when I was going frequently, I've been bringing this blonde in and then I, I hadn't been there for a minute and I show up with a brunette. He sees us, looks at the two of us and he goes, where's that blonde you've been bringing in here? And I like I just kind of look over and she's like, "What did he say?" And I'm like, "Who fucking knows?" Let's yeah. Sit down, you know. I was like, "God damn it, Pete." <laughs> he uh, he thinks my friend Megan is my mistress. Because <laughs> Megan has come to shows with me before, and he goes, "Your wife's going to find out. It'd be very bad." <laughs> and I go, "Pete, I go, Pete, they're friends." And he goes, oh, he said, that's even worse. That's even worse. <laughs> and he says, he said, your wife coming tonight? And I go, yeah. And he goes, is your mistress coming? I go, yeah, they're riding together. And he goes, oh, oh. <laughs> I think he knows it's a joke now. But uh, for yeah. a while there, I'm pretty sure he was he'd being serious. Listening to him do the announcements is like, it sounds like a FC Beirut soccer game. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> No, he was in a pretty good mood all week, and uh, it was fun, and he was happy. There was a there was a new bartender there, and uh, she doesn't typically they give you like a buck off or something on your drinks or something. And dude, not not me this weekend, dude. She ran me through the gamut. Dude, I, I paid eighteen bucks for a double Jameson. Like, I know that I is, like, that is downtown club prices. Yeah, dude. I was like, what? I I was the same way. I was taken back. The one, the yeah. one girl's like, I'll take care, I'll adjust it for you. I was like, don't even worry about it, because I typically, if they they hook me up, you know, I'll, I'll take care of the bartender more. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, uh, they give all the comics half price. Yeah. So you should have said something. Yeah, I just, uh, I wasn't gonna sit there and make her. She just was overwhelmed. So. Well, it, back oh. when I almost got that DUI, someone asked me, "What the fuck are you doing driving around with a bottle of whiskey in your car at the funny stop?" I'm like because the the entire bottle costs as much as one shot on the inside of that building, you know that he it's like a seven dollar shot of Seagram Seven. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> the fucking bottle is eleven dollars, so you know. Yeah, I was looking at like the burgers and shit, and they're all like sixteen bucks. I was like, oh man, I'm having one of these burgers. <laughs> they're not bad. The burgers aren't bad. They're, they're they're not bad, but it's not a sixteen to eighteen dollar burger. No. There was, I think it was, what was it, Friday Late Show? I don't know who these people were. So this guy walked in, and he had, like, three hoes. Like, these girls, and they were very small, sexy dresses. And his mom was with him, too. And uh, at one point during the show, one of the hoes asked uh, Angel for some napkins. So she brings over a bunch of napkins, thinking, you know, maybe she spilled a drink or something, you know. So she brings them over, and there's a pile of napkins on the table. And so Angel goes to reach to fucking clean it up, and then she realized this girl had vomited on the table. Good Lord. And, like, Angel was like, I'm going to quit. She's like, had I put my hand to that fucking puke, I would have beat the shit out of her right there. And I 100% believe Angel would have fought this girl uh during the middle of the show at the club and the festival would have went crazy viral. Yeah. Uh, it would have been quite the clip, but uh 
<laughs> you should be trying to facilitate that next year. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm not getting. Uh, man, I was laughing so hard. The guy comes over and he's like, "Hey, man, I'm standing by the bar. Like this is after the fact." And he goes, "You got a bu- you got a bucket?" And I go, ah, "I can give you like an empty pitcher or something." And he goes, "No, I need like a mop bucket. <laughs> like this is while the show's going on. He wants to wheel a mop bucket into the showroom and clean up this puke <laughs> off the table." Fucking sitting at you animals. Oh my god. And then I don't even know if Pete knew because then the guy comes and stand there and Pete comes up and he goes, Hey Joe, are you enjoying the show? Like so and they they walked in very late. You know what I mean? So it was Cinco de Mayo. What do you expect? Yeah, there's no I hated that the red fox is gone. I didn't realize that. Oh, it sucks. It's so bright in there. It's so fancy. Yeah, it's like a sports bar now. It sucks. I had Service is still terrible. Now they're like the fun. They're probably mad at the funny stop for bringing down the vibes. Now it used to be very congruent. It used to work very simpatico together. Funny stop, Red Fox. These are kindred spirits. And now there's the fucking rich people moved in next door and are like these poor people. It's the same owner. Is it? Yeah, somebody oh, got shot. Never mind. Somebody got shot at the Red Fox, and they were like, "Hey, you know what? Maybe we need to change the concept of this place." I did not realize that. Yeah, that's all that is. Well, that makes me less nervous. Yeah, is it punts and pints? Yeah, dumbest fucking. Name. I was calling it the artist formerly known as Red Fox. <laughs> <laughs> so good, but it was no fun. There was no dancing. There was no like. Because before, like, the Red Fox was, like, drinking at Walmart. Like, it was just, like, every walk of life. Uh, it was just a wild time. You could get into some fucking shenanigans in there every time. But now it was just, like, very bright. Maybe I was just tired and getting older, but it didn't have the same vibe. No, it wasn't popping. It, as a matter of fact, I was relieved when we walked in, and it was like, oh, there's places to sit, and you can converse. Yeah. One time, this was years ago, my friend's dad went up with us. And he's kind of like our Frank Reynolds for a while. Like, he just would go out with the young boys. And uh, they were telling the bouncer that he was in there selling heroin to people. <laughs> <laughs> and they were ready to, like, beat the shit out of him and call the cops. And we had to be like, no, we're joking. We're joking. Like, why would you do that? Like, it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very believable story too. <laughs> oh shit, where are you guys at? Did you guys go away? No, we're here. Let me see if I can answer this. Hey Buck. Can you guys hear that? No. No. No? Hold on a second. Yeah, I'm gonna see if I'll put you on the air. Buck, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, hey, we can hear him. Hey, Buck is on the air. What's up, Buck? You're with Brian and Dave. Hey, it's Brian and Dave. Hi, Buck. I can't even really hear nobody else, man. No. Like one of yeah, I guess I am wearing headphones. You can't hear shit. <laughs> hey, this is off the rails. I can't do this. I'll uh, I'll call you after the show. I, I ran into Don't Buck at Swenson's. Me, man. I just made it back home from the party. Cool, cool. I'll give you a call here in, uh, I don't know, 15, 20. See ya. Peace. Right. Saturday after the shows or after uh, punts and pints, 
we Paul and I headed to Swenson's and we're going down um what's the name of that fucking road? Cuyahoga or whatever and uh that's not it. I don't even know the name of it, Gorge Boulevard. And we look over and it's Allison and Buck in the car uh, you know, next to us. And uh it was like fifteen minutes before they closed. We had ordered our shit online and uh they got in just in the nick of time. But it was funny, I was like, Buck from the consulate? <laughs> no it was a treat having him out yeah they were telling me about that they got me a galley boy i stayed out and uh marv drunk drove me home well marv wasn't drunk i was drunk marv marv drove me home and then i came back to the hotel room at three thirty in the morning and uh ate a galley boy in bed it's a nice while recovery was sleeping yeah um no it was all in all great festival uh, fuck yeah it was very fun Emma Dallenberg, I did, were you weren't neither of you guys were at that show. That was a uh-huh. girl I found online and like watched some clips. I was like, fuck it, let me reach out. She fucking murdered. And then like she's like doing her set. And like people are like like Allison and like all her like stoner girlfriends loved her. And she's like doing her set and she goes, Yeah, it's hard being a twenty three year old girl. And I go, What? This girl's twenty three years old? I was like, Damn. Dude, she I was like, God damn, dude. I just saw her on Kill Tony like two weeks ago, and she's only been doing comedy three years. She's fucking got chops. I mean, she was very funny. She did the Rose Battle show, too, and just poor Amanda Avril got fucking worked. She just got worked. <laughs> she said she looked like a lesbian that asked to speak to a manager after eating pussy or something like that. <laughs> just like run it all down, dude. It was, it was super good, but... Um, I don't know. Let's talk some sports. Catch me up on sports. I know what the NBA playoffs, what Philly and the Boston series is kind of neck and neck. They've had some epic games. Yeah. James, James Harden is what kind of been carrying that because Embiid's hurt. Pretty much. Uh, The Joker dropped 53 and pushed the Suns owner last night too. I saw kind of, that was a big old flop by the Suns owner. Oh, was he being a bitch, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's pretty tight, though. Dropping 53 and shoving the owner. Like, yeah. Don't give a fuck, dude. That's my MVP, then. Dude, he is very good. Um, Did you guys watch that video I sent you of that little kid dapping up? Uh, and smelling his hand? And then smelling his yeah. hand. What the fuck? <laughs> I didn't see it, but I'll go back and check it out. Yes, 2-2 for the, the Celtics and Sixers. It's 2-2 for the Suns and Nuggets. Um, Miami and New York are tonight. Miami's up 2-1, which is crazy. And then the Lakers are up 2-1 on the Warriors. And that's, Man, be, that's everything. That'll be great if the Lakers win. I'm rooting for that, yeah. I I would not mind seeing LeBron win another title. It'd be nice for him. Yeah. Them or I guess the Nuggets would be the only other team I'd I'd root for at all. Yeah, dude, kids, KD's out there too now, dude. Like that'd be nice to see him get knocked out in the second round of the playoffs. Fuck yeah, it would. I hate those guys. And you could just shove the owner. Like I mean, you got to root for that guy. Absolutely. Miami, Miami's up two one on the Knicks. Jesus Christ. Yep, Julius Randle's been embarrassing. Has he? Yeah, he's been terrible. I know. Kevin Love's been playing pretty good minutes for him, too, from what I understand. 
Yeah, he's been getting a decent amount. He hasn't been putting up any crazy numbers, but like even with uh, Jimmy Butler out, they've still just found a way to win. It's been uh, people that I really haven't even heard of, especially because I don't follow basketball super close. But, uh, I mean, last game, Randall dropped uh, 10 points, Brunson 20, Hart and Barrett for, uh, 15 and 14. And then uh, Jimmy Butler did play last game. He dropped 28. But this, uh, what was his name? Tyler Johnson. Caleb Was it Caleb Martin that dropped a bunch of points in game two? Let's see. They got Bama Bayou. They got Tyler Heroes hurt. I don't know who it would be. I haven't caught a lick of it. Yeah, I haven't really watched any of it. Um, let's see. Game two. Where's game two? I got to switch months. Oh, gosh. Um, let me kind of just talk so there's not Martin. Right yeah, now. Caleb Martin. Caleb Martin. He dropped 22. And then somebody named uh, Gabe Vincent dropped uh, 21. God damn. Yeah. It's embarrassing for the Cavs, man. It is. And then they lost by six to the Knicks in that game. But Jimmy Butler's a a superstar. I like Jimmy Butler a lot. So I I still don't want to root for Miami. You know, part of me is still like, fuck Miami. Especially, you know, for them to have like a kind of a down year coming, almost limping into the playoffs and then. Go further than us. Look, I'm jealous, and I hate them for it. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I think I think the Lakers got to be it. I've never hated the Lakers. <clears throat> I've never liked the Lakers, but I like LeBron. No, <clears throat> I don't know that winning that winning time <clears throat> show was pretty cool. So I don't. Know. Yeah, I don't know. maybe good. maybe maybe I like the Lakers. I don't know. Look at you. What Boston, Boston, fucking Philly, both those teams can fuck off too. They really can, a hundred percent. Yeah, I don't really care for either of them. Uh, but if LeBron wasn't on the Lakers, I'd I'd be like absolutely fuck the Lakers. I'd be all in on Denver. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it would be nice to see him beat Steph again. Yeah. Um, what was the other thing? Oh, the NFL draft. We can wrap up with this. Uh, well, real quick, let me go. Guardies, uh, Guardies oh, won yeah. series this weekend. That was beautiful, especially versus division rival Minnesota, who has is ahead of us in the uh, the rankings right now. Uh, in the uh, AL Central, they have a better record, and they've been hitting a bunch of home runs. And then we came in, we got to Sonny Gray, who had been having just an insane season, like a sub one ERA and six starts. Um, you know, hitters had been hitting like one fifty against him. It was, he was just dominating and then that was the game where um Quan had that uh go ahead home run yesterday they ended up having a great game didn't score a bunch of runs still not hitting a lot but you know the starting pitching these rookie pitchers are phenomenal they got Sam Hentges back hopefully Classe goes back to form I don't know it, it's still not time to panic but it at least I, I've seen signs of life since that Red Sox series when you, you, you know, some come from behind, make it close, you know, Classe blew a, a save after they were down 6-1 going into the seventh. They won the night before, and the Yankees games, more close games. But they're, you know, Yankees suck, so it's hard to, to love that. But they're hanging in there in these series, at least the last three series, and they're showing signs of life. So not really happy, but I'm not freaking out yet. Well, and isn't the AL Central kind of dog shit this year compared yes. to the other two divisions? So Every year, really. Yeah, yeah, it's up for grabs. Um, what are they, 
game or two under 500 right now. Yeah. 1921, something like that. They're right around there. Yeah, they are currently, let's see, 16 and 18. 16 and 18. And the Tigers are 15 and 18, so they're hanging with us right now. But we'll get there. I'm not super worried about it. They'll be okay. They're playing right now, aren't they? Yes, they are. They're up one nothing. All right. Bybee's pitching. Nice. Hell yeah. Yeah, we got to talk about the draft quick because, as always, I got a dump brewing. All right. So, what we went, what, three rounds without a pick. We took a, a tall ass receiver from Tennessee. Jimmy's happy about that one. Yeah. Uh, but that guy was hurt last year, but the year before he had like 12 touchdowns or something. Yeah. He was like really good. And uh, his teammate, the other wide receiver, went to pick before him. So, they jumped on that. And, uh, they got what they want. I don't understand this whole offseason of this crazy receiver scramble. Um, like I, I don't think that receiver was that big of a, an issue last year. You know, they, I, I know that they're doing this just to hedge as much as they can for Deshaun Watson. They just they that can't go bad, so they have to get as many weapons to try and make him happy as possible. Um, plus, I supposedly their big offensive shift. We'll see if they actually do that, but they. They had other needs, and they, they did address some. Um, the defensive tackle from Baylor, who knows? He's just a giant fucking dude. I'm hoping that uh, Schwartz can work his magic because that's usually been his uh, his forte on the defensive side. He's great defensive lineman, but O-line depth is what I love in this draft. Oh, when they were picking those guys, I was like, I, it's like Brian's happy, I'm happy, everyone's happy. Yes, a center and a tackle from Ohio State. That's not a bad way to get a you know build up some continuity with the offensive line. Just get guys that know each other. Dude, I had seen Dewan Jones mocked right before the draft, like not long before by respected analysts at like the ninth pick and the twelfth pick. What happened? I, mean, uh, I have no idea. So two things happened. The first one is. Apparently, in his pre-draft interviews, he was telling teams that his real dream was to play in the NBA, not the NFL. And teams didn't like that. Like, well, maybe he doesn't love football because of this. It's like, he's a giant fucking guy. Like, he's obviously not going to play in the NBA. It's not an attainable dream. Who cares? And then the other thing is he showed up like 20 pounds heavier than his playing weight at the Combine. And then at his pro day, refused to weigh in. So presumably, he gained... 10 to 20 more pounds. Hmm. So he's just, just, he's been partying. Yeah. He's been eating steaks, dude. Oh yeah. Um, and then they drafted the, uh, center from Ohio state too. Yeah. Who people think probably could have used one more year at Ohio state, but whatever. I mean, you resigned Posick, so he's, uh, he's going to be a depth guy. And then Dewan Jones will be the swing tackle. And chances are Conklin or, um, Jed Wills are going to go down at some point. They seem to always do. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not a bad thing. That Luke, Luke Wipers his name. Uh, right? The center. Wipe- Wipley or something like that. Wipley. Yeah. Wipler. Whipley. Wipler. Whipler. Anyways, One of them. He's, he's a, I watched his like little like thing and they were talking about how he, uh, he fancies going to comedy open mics and doing comedy open mics. He's a stand up. Right. He wants to be a stand up. So. I'm going to reach out and uh, get him on some shows and uh, exploit. Yeah, dude, let's bring him on. Let's Fuck get yeah. him on here. Yeah, let's get him. I'm going to get him. I'll reach out to him right now when we get off here because Brian's got to poop. Yes, I do. 
we got some other guys. They'll probably suck. You know. You never know. They're late picks. There's really not a lot of pressure for them to pan out. Um, but the receiver is the big one. Between him and David Bell last year, one of them's got a hit. They won't. Uh, that'll do it for Dinsett Beer Life. I have no, no faith in the draft. <laughs> See you guys.